Hey guys, Tim Martini from Exploring the Obscure. We are back here with podcast number three. Now, just to fair warn you, I know the other two I've been all by myself. This one I will also be all by myself. But when it gets to the episodes where we're going to be talking about uh, the locations we went to and the stories behind them and all the shenanigans and, and bullshit that we went through and um, trying to find these places, most of those I will have somebody in as a guest. Uh, they'll be asking some questions of their own, uh, some questions that, that people have put up on Facebook under the videos or the pictures or on YouTube comments. Uh, so it's going to be kind of interactive in that way. Um, but at least this episode and the last two, it, they are by myself, uh, because I have no friends and also iTunes requires you to upload three episodes, uh, before you can actually create account an account. So that's what I'm doing on this episode of the exploring the obscure podcast. Uh, number two question I get asked the most Sometimes it can be even asked more than how did I get started is how do we travel everywhere um, in terms of funding? Uh, I, I wish I could tell you that I'm filthy ass rich and I've got money to just throw all over the place, but that's definitely not the case, um, which is also why we have a Patreon account that you guys can uh, help donate to or, or provide some monthly money for us and our traveling habits. Um, the main way that we are able to fly all over the world for super cheap prices is of something that is called an error fare. Uh, humans make mistakes, computers make mistakes, um, and we take advantage of them. I subscribe to a few different uh, of these websites and, uh, and Twitter accounts, which I'll give you in just a little bit, uh, and I will get notifications, uh, whether it's Twitter or an email or I follow them on Facebook, and when I go to uh, like the page, I can also set it to see first. Now, what see first does is anytime I go onto Facebook on my phone or on the computer, it's the top uh, post that I see, which is the same thing that all of you should do. Go to Exploring the Obscure, hit like, and then do see first, so all of my posts you can see at the very top because Facebook is just out to fuck everybody. Uh, but... So going back to these these websites and pages that I follow, um, they will make posts out that say error fare, uh, which is either a human or a computer mistake, and fares are outrageously low uh, for what they're supposed to be. So for example, um, and one of the only two that I've ever seen that were not honored was a Washington DC to Hong Kong for I believe it was eleven dollars uh, round trip. Uh, that one, the airlines gave you a big middle finger on um, and said that's definitely not happening. Uh, with that said, any other one that we have purchased, we have never had an issue with, um, and the majority of them have been airfare. So we flew from. Uh, from New York to Vietnam for $292 round trip. And while on the flight, we got a $200 credit for that. I'll explain that one later. Um, we flew to tr from Toronto to uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil for $184 round trip. From Toronto to Portugal for $205 round trip. Flew from, I believe it was Washington, D.C. to Finland 
to the UK, no, to Germany, um, and then back to Canada for like $410 round trip, um, the most expensive flight we ever took. Uh, it was round trip. I don't remember where oh, we left from Boston. Um, so we went from Boston to spending three days in Greece uh, and then three days in Istanbul, Turkey, and then 10 days in uh, Kenya. All We traveled all over Kenya. And our round trip back, that was $605. That should have been almost a $2,000 flight. But thankfully, because of an airfare, it was only 605 bucks. Now, on top of the airfares, uh, we also get really good promotions. So, like, I know just a couple of weeks ago, there was a promotion from Toronto to Lima, Peru for 257 I'm sorry, $274, uh, which that's also normally like a five to $600 flight. Now, these same websites, they also give out uh, promos. Um, but the, the number one key is... Uh, that you have to be able to book it right away. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to fly right away because any any trip we've ever booked, I think the minimum amount of time from booking to flying was like six months. Um, but what I mean by book it right away is you have to be able to have the funds or at least the credit card limit to purchase the tickets right away. Uh, so what I've done in the past is I have if I see something that piques my interest and I quickly take a look at our, you know, our database or find things online of a place that I'd love to go film at, or I've wanted to go film at, I will buy the tickets right away. You can, uh, you can purchase say three or four tickets, um, like we've done. And I could put a couple of fake names in there and you have up to a little more than 24 hours. So right now it's three in the afternoon. If I were to buy a ticket right now, I have until midnight tomorrow night to cancel my flight, get an entire refund, or change anything about it, being the people's names uh, or any any of the traveling details. So what I've done in the past, if if I didn't know who was going to come along to film or just who was going to come along for the trip, uh, I would book a few tickets and put in fake information, um, then quickly see who could go. And if I could find somebody to go, then perfect. I would call up the airline, change the ticket information to, you know, whoever was going, uh, or I would cancel it all together and get a complete refund. So that's that's one trick and, and the number one thing. You have to be able to purchase right away because uh, there's a lot of times where I'll, I'll post on Facebook or on the webpage of an airfare that's going on. I'll send something out on Twitter and or specifically text message some of my friends that you know I've got friends that have family in Portugal and I will send them something round trip to Portugal for 200 bucks and they say cool I gotta check with work I gotta check with the missus gotta check with this that and the other thing gotta check the bank funds uh, hopefully it's still there on Friday it's not going to be um, the chances of it being there even eight hours later uh, are extremely slim, uh, let alone the next day. It's just not going to happen because once the airline realizes that so many people are booking uh, specific flights and specific dates, um, then obviously they, they shut down that error. Uh, these websites that send out the information on the airfare or the promotions, either or, uh, they really dumb it down for you. So once you click on the link, it'll tell you uh, what airlines is 
is having the airfare or promotion. Um, and then most of them are very good about even giving you the dates that qualify. So it's not like you could go in and put whatever dates you want, but they will give you a whole list of, of days uh, where you have to depart and come back. And you can kind of finagle some of the dates a little bit um, and they will still be honored. Uh, and then they also show you what website you have to go to to get it. So we'll say that, that there was, uh, when we went to Asia uh, for $292, it was an airfare on United. Now, the certain website that we had to go to, I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't know if it was like Orbits.com or Priceline or Flight Hub or, you know, any number of third-party flight reservations. Um, but we couldn't go to United.com because United.com, the there's where it's a computer error. It's not coded in by the United website incorrectly. So we had to go to whoever it was and actually purchase the tickets through there. So again, when you follow these websites and these links, it dumbs it down for you. The dates you have to go, the airline it's on, and more importantly, what website you have to go through. Because it, just because there's an airfare on one doesn't mean it's on all of them. Now, if it's a promo, uh, that might be a little bit different. You may have a little bit more leeway of who you can book it on, but you have to follow exactly as it says to book the flight. Now, these websites, uh, there's about five different ones that I follow. So there's two different ones for the U.S. Uh, one is theflightdeal.com. The other is thefairdeal.com, F-A-R-E-deal.com. Um, the reason why there's two is essentially the airports are split up in half. So some of them go for some airports, uh, the other website has the remaining major airports in the US so there's really no rhyme or reason to them uh, but you can look on both of them the fairdeal.com and the flightdeal.com and you can figure out which airport is close to you or there might be multiple close to you or that you're willing to drive for a, a major error um, again when we did the one going to Kenya we we drove from Toronto to Boston to take a flight out of there. Now we did film a couple places along the way, but with that mistake being fourteen hundred to two thousand dollars off, uh, it was well worth the nine-hour drive. So those are two for the U.S. Um, there's a couple for Canada, uh, specifically out of Toronto, which is I live north of there now. Uh, YYZDeals.com, um, or you can. Go to YYZ Deals. Uh, there is a Facebook group. Um, and again, I go to these websites or these Facebook sites and I click follow. And then I click on see first. So it's the first thing that pops up when I go onto my Facebook feed. Uh, so YYZDeals.com is for Toronto. And then also a Canadian one is called nextdeparture.ca. Again, it's used to be primarily focused around Toronto and Hamilton, but they have definitely spread across Canada. So yyzdeals.com and nextdeparture.ca. Now, there is one that focuses on the entire world, and that is Secret Flying. Uh, Secretflying.com, you can go on there, you can, you can look up uh, based off your continent or country or kind of where you want to go, uh, but secretflying.com all over the world they a lot of these websites they all do kind of start to pop up the same thing like once one website figures out an error or 
a promo they all kind of start putting it out there uh, I couldn't say one over the other who gets it out there first because it's really it's different all the time so I follow all five of them um, I get Twitter updates I also get Facebook notifications and emails One other disadvantage, uh, I have people all the time ask me, they're like, oh, hey, I'm trying to go to France, or I'm trying to go to the Bahamas, or wherever they decide to choose, and they're like, find me a good deal. Problem is, you can't go to these websites and look up the good deals, because when you do, the deals are already gone. Uh, again, with these websites, you need to be able to book right away. So if it's somebody who comes up to me and says, hey, I want to go to Scotland, uh, I don't need to book it right now. Just let me know when you see a deal. I've got a couple months until I have to book it. Been cool. I always keep my eyes out, and if I see something, I will let them know. Um, but it's not like a normal search engine where you can just go to these websites and find an airfare or a super deal because they don't always happen like that. Now, once we arrive in these countries, um, lodging. Lodging is always expensive to anybody, even if you're staying in hostels, because uh, those little amounts, they grow. And depending if you're going on a six-week trip and you're doing hostels all the time, you know, your, your $15, $20, $30, it all continues to grow. So what I've used and been very loyal to is an app on my phone called Couchsurfing. Couchsurfing is essentially Airbnb, but free. I want to say in the over 60 uses I've had of couch surfing, I may have actually only slept on a couch two or three times. Now, don't get me wrong. We've slept on uh, pull-out beds from couches, but that doesn't count. Where we've legitimately slept on a couch uh, has probably only been two or three times. Um, so it is like Airbnb where you're put up in somebody's house, um, usually a room. Uh, or an extra bed or extra pull-out couch and you sleep there and you don't pay anything now obviously there's a lot of worries and a lot of fears that come across people's minds but here's how it works again just like Airbnb I stay somewhere and once I leave I leave a review on who I stayed with and they leave a review on me there's also not necessarily background checks but this couch surfing app, uh, as of a year or so ago, I believe they were asking for a $60 one-time payment. And obviously that's to help keep the app going. But at the same time, uh, they, they verify your credit card information. So uh, with the name that you put down, whether you were going to be a traveler or a host, uh, just so they can verify who you are. And then you get like a little verified green check mark on your picture and people that you are staying with or people that are looking to stay with you feel a little bit more comfortable um, and that they are actually staying who they who their profile says that they are. Uh, it also, I guess, in a way, could help with some legal things if anything ever came up that, you know, this is who it is. So couchsurfing, you type in wherever you're going to be and what dates you're going to be, and it comes up with a whole list of people uh, that put their houses up. So... For example, my place in Toronto uh, used to have a room available, and we had it open. Uh, and if I was going out of town, I would just put on our calendar that we were not available. So people would message me, 
if they were traveling through and said, hey, look, we're going to be in this area. We're, we're going to be exploring the city for a couple of days. We'd love to find a local person. Um, and if my place was available, uh, you know, I would say yes, and then they would stay here. Um, now, what's so much better about uh, Couchsurfing than Airbnb, I found that, especially over the last few years, Airbnb has just become a business for the most part. No longer do you really stay in someone's house uh, where you're staying there with them. I find that there's a lot of people that are purchasing apartments and condos and houses, and it's you literally show up and here's the number for a lockbox, uh, find your own way around the house and see yourself out, clean up after yourself. Uh, couch surfing, you actually stay with the people. And not only do you get that interaction, but the majority of them are also fellow travelers or people who love to talk about traveling or people who just love to meet new people. So you you get that sense of actually knowing a local and they know the area. If you want to ask for where the best restaurant is, they'll tell you what they think, what a local thinks, not what a hotel or a hostel. You know, they'll send you to a restaurant because they get a kickback from it. Tell them, oh, you've come from XYZ Hostel or XYZ Hotel. And it's all because that, that hotel or hostel gets a discount off of it or a kickback. They really don't care. But when you're staying with a the local, they'll tell you where to go. If not, they sometimes have even come out with us. Uh, and we just we trade travel stories. It's You're meeting a really good friend. Out of all these places that we've stayed at, you know, I'd say I think our number is over 60 places. I would say probably 40 of them at least uh, I'm still friends with on Facebook and they'll still interact with my posts and, and the videos that I put up and pictures and, and I do the same thing with, with them. So like you actually become true friends and so people that we stayed with over in Germany or Latvia or you know wherever, Lithuania, if they were to come over here um, to Canada, I would always have a place for them to stay. I would definitely make a place for them to stay because they were so gracious to us. Um, another thing that I love about it is is the, not just the local aspect of where to go, but so many times, especially traveling throughout the world, people have made local cuisine for us. Uh, it's It's been amazing food. Um, nobody wants any money for it. So you just kind of tit for tat. You're, they're not allowed to ask for money. You're also not really allowed to pay for them. So cool, they'll make a great meal for us. Now let's go out to some local bars um, and I'll pick up the tab. Uh, so it's it's a great way to make friends, um, and what's helped us uh, while filming Exploring the Obscure, especially if it's in a country where they don't really speak English, is many of these people have wanted to uh, come out with us. They you know they know before we arrive what we're doing in terms of the show, but then when we get there, we actually tell them like where we're going to film, and, and they're fascinated about it, or, or even places nearby they've never heard about it, and so they want to come with us. Well, then that's also given us the advantage that we have a translator. Um, and so for the most part, that's worked out. There's been a couple instances. I know Greece one time and and in France, ironically, both of these, we were looking for a church. No, the church was in Belgium. So Belgium and in uh, Greece, we went by ourselves. Um, we were still able to eventually find it. But other times, uh, Kenya... Um, I don't know, many other locations around the world, we've had people come out with us that, that spoke that native language, and it helped us out a lot. So couchsurfing.com, or you could just download the app, Couchsurfing. You fill out your own details, um, where you've been, what you're looking for, 
the people you stay with, we, for the most part, with the exception of maybe one time we had kind of a weirdo, uh, everything's been super cool. Uh, the thing with the app is people who live different lifestyles, um, is probably the best way to say it, they will say it on the app. Um, so, for example, we have seen some nudists on the on the app, but they will tell you that, hey, I live a nudist life. When you get to the door, I expect you to be nude too. So if if you've solicited to try and book at their place, you are under the understanding of, of what their house rules are. Um, so I've never read anything to where somebody showed up and the host was suddenly like, hey, by the way, drop your drawers. Um, or, you know, there are the occasional dudes that are on there that say, Hey, I live by myself. Uh, there's only one spot to sleep and that's in my bed and I only let females sleep here. Cool. That's their prerogative. I'm sure it's worked. High five to them. Great for them. Um, but again, any chicks that go there, they know what they're getting into prior to staying, staying there. So there are some people of different lifestyles, things that some people might find creepy, but People are upfront and honest, um, and if you don't want to stay at those places, then just don't. Um, we have found some hilarity in reading some of them, but uh, again, out of all of our places, we've only had one kind of wishy-washy situation. Uh, but even that wasn't horrible. We still stayed the night. We didn't. We didn't back out. Um, but yeah, couch surfing. That's how we stay everywhere. In terms of car rental i really don't have a big secret with that that is honestly usually our most costly item when we travel uh we've been able to secure some sponsors in some locations with uh, car rental places so that definitely helped us out especially when we went to alaska and destroyed the windshield of our avis rental um but luckily we weren't necessarily responsible for that uh, but for the most part, car rentals, I use Priceline.com. Uh, you know, there's any number of websites out there. I have looked into Toro, which is kind of the Airbnb, but for vehicles. It's never really piqued my interest. Um, I've always wanted something a little bit more secure and trustworthy. But, you know, I've heard good things from other people about Toro. It's just not really my jam. So again, to recap, check out all the airline websites uh for the u.s you have the flightdeal.com and the fairdeal.com for canada nextdeparture.ca and yyzdeals.com or for you canadians yyzdeals.com uh also for the entire world and it does include u.s and canada so make sure to follow secretflying.com uh, again track all these people down whether it's facebook their uh, actual websites their email lists or on Twitter uh, and subscribe, get the alerts. That's how we've been able to travel all over the world. Those are my secrets. Hopefully they help you. And when you get to those places, check out Couchsurfing, the app or Couchsurfing.com. So that brings us to the end of episode three of the Exploring the Obscure podcasts. Uh, like I said, this is hopefully one of the last ones I will do by myself. Uh, just kind of an introduction to the show. Uh, as well as I had to upload three to iTunes to actually get an established channel. So hopefully we will have that sometime soon and we will get actual episodes up on the up on the podcast, whatever it's called, uploaded onto iTunes. Hopefully Spotify will figure out all the other ones. 
Uh, in the meantime, check out my show, Exploring the Obscure, on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, go check out some videos. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments. Uh, again, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, we do check everything out. Um, and hopefully it'll be something that we can pass along to whoever the guest is or I can, I can answer your questions a little bit more detailed. And our show for all of these episodes is going to be more detailed than the minute and a half to five minute episodes that are that you watch because again there's going to be a guest that's going to be able to ask questions their own questions your questions but then we're also going to tell you about all the fun and shenanigans and bullshit that happened behind the scenes uh how we tracked down some of these people that didn't want to be tracked down uh it's just gonna be a lot of fun and 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 kind of probably tell some stories that we shouldn't necessarily tell um but hey you know what it's all going to be completely truthful so check it out again facebook dot com slash exploring the obscure same thing with youtube or follow me on instagram and twitter at timmy martini uh, we do have a patreon account now where you can do a monthly donation whether it's a dollar five dollars fifteen thousand dollars a month you know whatever whatever you have to give uh, we will have some kickbacks and some incentives for for people who donate uh, fifteen thousand a month uh, check that out patreon.com slash exploring the obscure and until next time when we actually Focus on one of our locations. I'm Tim Martini. See ya.